Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. Today we are rambling about travel games. Hi, my name's Peter. And I'm Shonja. And we are coming to you live from Bali. Yay! Yes, we are. Except I suppose we're not live, are we? Yeah, well, you know, it's pre-recorded, but we are... Um, we are in Bali and we are alive. We are in Bali and we are alive, yes. So, uh, we, we thought that we would theme this one up, because we love a good theme, with our podcasts. We will talk about travel games yes. and our favourite travel games. Because we have been playing a lot of games on this trip. As you can imagine. Oh, that was another thing. Because we're on holiday, we've decided instead of doing the top three, we'd make it a little bit easier on ourselves and pick a, allow ourselves to pick a top four instead of a top three. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. I don't know what that is. Someone's it's squeaky shoes squeaky in the hallway. Thongs. Yeah, yeah, in the hallway. But yeah, we're in And our... because we're Australian, thongs are the things that go on your feet. Yes. Just in case you're listening from another country and I'm thinking, what on earth is a squeaky thong? <laughs> <laughs> we could be poolside, but we thought that it may not have the same acoustics as in the hotel room. So we're bundled up in the hotel room, but as soon as we finish this podcast, we're going to hit the pool. Not to, you know, show off or anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. So before we get into your top four... What sort of things... Oh, and the other thing we're going to do, talk about, I want to finish doing the top four, is talk about the worst travel game you could possibly yes. pack. Yes. Something you probably wouldn't be able to fit on a little tray table or <laughs> something. And speaking Lots of tray table, that Turbulence? Was, yeah. No, you just given away all the answers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what, what are some of the things that you look for in a good travel game? Before we start about which, what were some of your criteria to judge a good travel game? By the way, when we talk about travel games, we're talking about just games that we like to take traveling, not yeah. travel games like the old magnetic Monopoly and magnetic Ludo or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Look, so what I, are your criteria? I think um, there's a couple. One would be box size. You want something that is... It's going to handle being in your backpack for a while and something which if you bring it out You could put it on fairly small footprint yep. So you the, can um, play the game while you're having dinner or coffee or, or by the pool or wherever yep, Did I mention the pool? <laughs> I think I've mentioned the pool a couple of times. Yeah, and when you say small box size like for me it could be something that either comes in a small box. I mean that would be the ideal situation. Yeah, but also some games have a lot of empty air in they their do. boxes. So if you can take the game out and put it in a smaller container mm-hmm. and take it with you when traveling. If you follow us on Instagram at all, as we were packing for this holiday, you'll be able to see there's a photo of a little plastic container that we've got that we managed to fit Japper, yeah. Arboretum and Choreo in. So yeah. three games into one little plastic container. Even though if we patch them all in their boxes, they would take up a lot of space. Probably the so, entire backpack, in fact. So. Yeah, so yeah. I think for me, either it comes in a small box or it can be easily packed yeah. into another small box. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that none of the top four that you've chose or I've chose actually have a physical large board involved. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. I, my top games all ended up being card games. Yeah. Because they just 
they pack down smaller without having a board. There may be a player mat or two, but yes, no, no actual board. Yeah. So you I were saying you were saying a small footprint. So when you lay it out, because it fits in like a tray table, yeah, or across two tray tables. Yeah, yep. it, it, something like that would be most convenient. I think as well, it has to have for the size it is. It needs to have fairly high replayability. Yes. So you can't just play it once and then throw it away or yeah. whatever. You'll need to play it a in, couple of times yeah. on the trip. I also, for mine, I feel like it has to be not just a filler game. For me, it had to be Something a with decent substance. game. Yeah, yeah, because this is sort of like when you're waiting in airports or, yeah. you know, you've got an hour to kill. You don't want to play a little filler game ten times because no. you'll get bored of it. So I think for me, for my criteria, I, I don't know if this is influencing no. your decisions at all. Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're, I've actually done a mixture. Yeah, okay. Because sometimes you're really tired and... You just want that you're short in, game. Yeah, you want, you're in the airport or something and having 10 games or something just to fill, the, fill a moment, you know, is, is okay because your brain doesn't need to work that hard. But yeah, at the same time, you also want to have a combination of something with really heavy strategy because you don't want to think about the next hour or where you're going to have to face the plane or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, I've had a combination in my top four. All right. Um, I also said it has to play well as two players. Sorry about that. I don't know what that sound is. Someone's walking with a cane, I think, <laughs> down the corridor. <laughs> so much for being better sound in the bedroom. That's all right. Yeah, so it has to play well with two players because usually it's just me and you on yep. holidays. So I feel like if it if a game doesn't play well as a two-player game, there is no point mm. for us having mm. it as a travel game. Yep. And generally you'll find that you, you are traveling. Um, you'll probably travel with your partner or um, if you wanted to with a, a family. A lot of the games which I've got actually, they all play with two players. But generally, because we, it's just us two traveling together, but a yep. lot of the games we have chosen, well, I know I've chosen, can play with multiple players as well. Yep. Not giving anything away with that? No, I don't think so. Okay. I feel like I we'll had one more it. criteria, but I can't remember what it was. So It might come up for. as you start describing the games. Yes. So, shall we get into it then? Yes. I can start. With your number four? With my number four. My number four is Quicks. Interesting. I like quicks. Yes. Now, generally, people would think that that is a, a good filler game, and I would, I would agree with them. It, it's the only game I have in my top four which has no theme, and that's we love our themes of with our yep. board games. Just goes to show the strength of this game. It's great because it takes up next to no space. Yeah, you've yep. got just six dice yep. and a little mini pad where you mark your scores down. Very simple, very small, very low footprint, extremely high replayability, and the strategy levels on which dice to choose and stuff, it's great. And it works well with two to four, I think it is, four players. Amazing game. Um, You roll dice, and if you're the person who rolled the dice, then you get to choose the two white dice or a white yeah. and a color so there's there's two and white dice and there's one red one yellow one blue, blue and one green yeah so you add you're adding the two dice together so you add yeah. first of all you add the two white dice together and then you can mark that down on the track so each 
each color has a track numbered one to twelve. No, sorry, two to twelve. Yeah. For red and yellow, um, and twelve to two for green and blue. Okay. And once you mark a number, you can't go back and mark a number before that, and you're trying to mark as many numbers as you can. I did consider that game. I did, but because one of my criteria was that it couldn't Thematic. just be a filler, filler oh, game. Filler game, yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. it is a short game. That's, that one doesn't take longer than yeah. 15 minutes. And if you're waiting in the airport for two hours and the only game you've packed is a 15-minute game, I think you just get a little I, I would, I over and over again. I wouldn't pack just one, though. I would pack multiple. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, that is my own fill, only filler game as yeah. well. But I it feel like I needed a combination of both yep. filler and... Um, thing. I, so you're I, going it was top so four. tough. You're going top four like I'm going to pack all four of these games? <laughs> yes. So tough. So all tough. Right. Okay, so my number four is Star Realms. Oh, I had written that down. I hadn't chosen it. So Star Realms is a two-player card game. Yes. Um, it comes in a very small compact box that is just cards. Yeah. But it's literally like the deck of cards... And then they've made the box the exact size to fit those cards in, and that's it. Mm -hmm. It's a deck-building game. It's a complete deck-building game. You're building up your empire of cards. Yep. You've got the, I think, the bases that you get to lay on the table in front of you that stay there, whereas every other card, you just play out the cards in the round. It doesn't take much space to set up no. because you've only got... It's been a while since I've played, so I can't remember, but a certain number of cards that you can buy across the middle of the table, like maybe five cards. I think it's five, um, yeah. And yeah, and then you're just holding your hand for that round, and you've got a discard pile and a draw pile, and it's really good. Got some great mechanics. Strictly two players. Yes. Though, so a little limited in that way. Yep. Very high and thematic, and very action based. So you start off with a certain number of like hit points. Yeah. And what you've got to do is just attack the other person and destroy. Yep. them yep. by getting them down to zero. Yeah, it's a complete game and it just comes in a nice small box and I really enjoy it. Absolutely. Great little deck builder, that one. Number so three? My number three is Forbidden Island. I had a feeling you were going to put that in. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the biggest of all the boxes. Yes. And if you were to carry it with the box, it's a fairly sturdy tin, but if you take out all the components, it will fit into a small container quite easily. It is the only tile game, laying game that I've got here, and it is the only cooperative game as well. I yep. love a cooperative game, especially when you're tired and you still got a lot of hours to yeah. kill. You don't want to have it make enemies with your the partner. The person you're stuck or, with for the yep. next year, if you And weeks, I yeah, believe this one plays up to four players as well. Yeah. Yep. Look, and it does have the one downside for having that as a travel game. It's like you said, it's got quite a big box compared to but most of the ones you're thinking of yeah. but it is a sturdy box and like it's a tin box it's and not you a can box. remove all the, all the bits and pieces there's a lot of air in there as well yeah uh, it's got it's got a lot of tiles and, and it's got cards and it's got trophies as well yeah. which you probably you don't at a need push, them yeah and yeah. a push you don't need the trophies yeah you could get rid of that just um, get have a little three to four different colored blocks and that'll be enough yeah but the way it is, a uh, really good game. We've got amazing memories of this game traveling around America. So yeah. I had to put it in my top four. Very cool. Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about this game. You are on an island. You're given a role, either a diver, an explorer, or what have you. Each were given a different ability. And you're essentially explorers where you need to find and discover these 
trophies before the island sinks and you need to fly away. Yep. So as you're playing, the island is shrinking, which adds to the suspense of the game. Yep. It's it's very cool how the board of this game actually gets smaller as you play. Um, and we have played this game with two travel trays as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, works. It, it worked. It's not it's tricky, super it ideal because yeah. all we did was, because it's not a single board, it's individual tiles, yeah. we split it so half the tiles were on one tray and half the tiles were on the other tray, and it worked. So your number three. My number three is Citadels. Oh, I had written that down as well. <laughs> and I hadn't, this is good actually, because you're getting through my The ones I didn't ten. quite make you a top four. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to talk about it as well. So Very Citadels, cool. again, it's cards. It does come with little gold pieces, which are the ones that look like butterscotch. Yes. Um, don't although I don't know if they do in the new version. Yeah, this is the thing. I'm talking about... I don't. I haven't played the new version, um, so we're talking and, about first edition. And it comes with a bigger box yeah, as well. But I have heard that the bigger box is just air. Yeah. Because bigger box games sell better than smaller box games. Because people um, think a smaller box is half a game. Yeah. Not true. Not. <laughs> <laughs> and travel games prove that. But yes, the basics of the game is it's like a pick and pass game. You yep. there's a bunch of different roles. You pick one and then you pass the hand on to the next person who picks another role and you pass it around. It does have a two player variant which makes it play well as a two player where I think you pick one and then you shuffle the cards and you set one aside so that if the people knew like if the person you're playing with knew what say five cards were left in the hand, then two of them are gone so they don't mm. know which one you've taken mm. and which one you've thrown out. And you're building up a little city, so you've got building cards. And they're worth coins. And they, Yeah, they're worth gold coins. And then after you... Is it a num- certain number of rounds, is it? No, 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 no it's a certain... Get yeah, to different, s- four, four different, five different colours or... No, 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 that gets you extra points, but I think it's the first person to get to a certain number of... Coins. Buildings, maybe. Okay. We'll have yeah, to. we're we're real experts at these games. <laughs> We've played, we have played Citadel so many times. I cannot believe we can't remember the rules right now. I think it's the the pool. Yeah, <laughs> did we mention the pool? It's the holiday <laughs> and the chlorine that gets into your brain. So there's about nine roll cards. Yeah, and then the rest are building cards, which are maybe about the size of a normal deck of cards. So it's very small. Um, in terms of how it plays, how much space it takes out as it plays. Is, is not a great deal because mm, you're just putting, mm. you know, each round you might put one, if you're lucky, two cards down in front of you and yep. I think you get maximum of eight in front of you. Um, yeah, so, and it's just a brilliant game. The theme is like medieval-ish yeah, Citadel I'd say, that you're putting yeah. together. Yeah, not that that theme runs through quite strongly, but um, except for in the characters. Yeah, the but assassin the buildings... and the thief are probably the two, yeah. like... They're quite a fun character because you get to yeah you have you can't the great thing about this game is you can't choose who to assassinate so you can't go well I'm going to assassinate you you have you to try and guess the character, the character yeah. that the other player has yeah. selected and assassinate so you might go well, I'm going to assassinate the architect hoping that the other players assa- the pitch the architect mm. and then when they reveal their cards it turns out they weren't the architect and you've assassinated a character that's not even in play that round so yeah very cool game it's very cool high strategy high in replayability yeah. And perfect for a travel game. Probably take it out of the box, though. That's one that I would take out of the box. In both editions, definitely. In both editions. Even the first edition, even though it's a smaller box, it's still... There's a bit of There's too much more... Well, there's more box than there needs to be. 
Okay. Your number two game. My number two is Tiny Epic Galaxies. Yes, that's my number two as well. Uh, great game. And we've just discovered this game on this holiday. Yes, we, we've just discovered um, both Tiny Epic Galaxies and Tiny Epic Western on this holiday and love them both. But Tiny Absolutely. Epic Galaxies, I think, it's a, is the winner is for the, us. Yeah. Well, the, you know, both play so differently. Yes, um, and they both play well with the themes that they've chosen. Yes. So the Western plays well with the Western theme, and the Galaxies Definitely. plays well with the Galaxies theme. I could play. Look, I could play either either, and it would be great if we could just go a tiny epic, you know, world yeah. as 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 one answer. But I find that the it's, it's less real estate, less yeah. footprint yeah. on the table. And um, that's exactly why I picked this and, one over the other one. Yeah, and that's it, it the just, Western one. The setup of it takes up yeah. a bit of space on the table, whereas Galaxies doesn't. Mm. So and that's all it comes down to. Yeah. So Tiny Epic Galaxies, you're building your galaxy by acquiring planets, um, which are worth victory points. It's sort of worker placement. It is kind it's, of. It's, you're sending your ships out. Yeah. to either um, use the direct ability of a planet or to slowly acquire the planet by colonizing um, it. Colonizing it. Mm. If you beat the other person, if they're also decided to race on that track... Trying to, yeah, trying to colonize the same planet at the same yep. time. Then if you can beat them doing that, then you acquire it and then that goes towards your victory points. Which is, also... which is a pretty cool little mechanism that you're like you're trying to beat someone because you find... You're, you know, you'll move your, you'll use a power that moves you forward while at the same time trying to use a power that moves the other person backwards. Yeah. And then you've got this whole following ability. So you're constantly paying attention to what the other person's doing. Because if you've got any follow ability left, like I think it's culture points that allow you to follow the action of another person on their turn. So you're not even wasting part of your turn to do the same action. You're just spending your culture points. It's, it's very cool. It's all, I should also mention that it's all dice rolling. Yes. So you roll the dice and that gives you the actions that you can do on that turn. Yeah. That's the one that I was talking about that does have player mats. So it is mostly a card game. All the planets are little cards that just get shuffled and dealt out, so they're different each time. You also have little secret mission cards that are different each time. But there is a tiny little player mat that everyone has to track their and points and different things, but it's tiny. If I could make a small improvement with that game, it would be that those mats were magnetic. Yes. That would make it. That would make it a great travel game, because when you're trying to balance, like when you're back in the bedroom and you're trying to balance on top Two of the bed and you lean and, on it and the ships yeah, go sliding, yeah, exactly, and the little block markers and everything else. Yeah, yeah, very cool. It's great for what it is, though. Like, oh yeah, it, absolutely. You know, if you're playing on a flat table, it's not a problem. Yeah, but yeah, for a travel game, if somehow you could make it magnetic, that would be awesome. <laughs> So that takes us to the number one game. Yes, and as we've been talking, I've thought of another game that I should have mentioned, but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with my number one, which is, which is Arboretum. Ooh. It's not your number one? It's not my number one. Excellent, excellent. So I hope you choose this other one as your number one as well. <laughs> Arboretum is... A fiercely competitive game. <laughs> That's one way to describe it. An arboretum, firstly, is a row of trees. And your goal is to get the prettiest row of trees 
we have got a podcast yeah. about Arboretum, so I recommend you listen to that one if you want to know a little bit more about it. Yep. But Basically, long story it's just short, tree cards with numbers on them. Yep. It just is. listen to the podcast. It and is. You'll, it's you'll, an amazing, amazing yeah, game. It is such a great strategy game. It's one of those games that you will want to play over a long period of time if you're waiting for something yeah. like a plane or what have you. But yeah, it is really, really cool and uh, a lot of fun. A uh, reason why I picked this as my number one is that I recently played it a couple of days ago. It was the one I, I laughed the most through, only because it was so... <laughs> So aggravatingly <laughs> complex. The strategy was just so amazing and I loved every moment of it. Yes, yes. We did turn, every single turn was just... Excruciating. Was la <laughs> laughing, laughing in frustration. Can you say that? Like <laughs> laughing because you're like, oh, I don't want to put any cards down. This is, why is this happening to me? Yep. <laughs> in a happy, joyful, painful way. <laughs> I didn't put Arboretum in my top four as much as I love that game because it's a bit of a heavy mind game and I did say this in the in the review of it yep. in that I don't know if I could play it too many times because it does your head in. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I do like about Arboretum though as a travel game is small if you box. are only travelling with, well it's a small box but you can make it smaller because if you are only travelling with two people like we are I think you take out four trees four tree types for a two player game compared yeah. to the four player game yeah. so you can take out those it will fit trees. In, it'll fit in a like a, almost a 52 deck card box yeah you could probably squeeze it into that yeah and so your number one my number one is race for the galaxy oh wow again not in the box that it comes in you'd have to take it out of that original box it's a lot of cards and a couple of tokens, but you don't really need... No. Um, I mean, you you will need the tokens, but you don't need a lot of tokens, and you don't need... I don't know. It's mostly just cards. It fits in a lot smaller box than it comes in. Mm -hmm. We have taken it on holiday before. Yeah. Um, we haven't bought it on this holiday. And I found the replayability of that game was just awesome. Every time you play that game, it's a different game. You can't... Pre-plan, you have to base it on what cards you have in your hand at the time. So that's why I really, really like that game as a travel game. For those who don't know, it's... Um, how would you just... I can't even... The thing is, I can't describe it really quickly to you because Race for the Galaxy, as much as it's a great game, one of the things that people always say is it's a steep learning curve. It is. So... Basically, it's just putting cards down in front of you that give you more powers to do more things. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's acquiring, again, it's it. acquiring planets or tech. Yeah. And the more tech and more planets you have, the more you can purchase. Yes. I did feel I had to put um, Citadels into my top four because otherwise I was going to end up with three space, space, space games. Space and space, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I picked that. Yeah. Star Realms, Galaxies and, and Galaxies galaxies and galaxies but yeah so that was that was my top that was my top one travel game although i'm probably going to edit this out i want to also say the one i thought of while you're talking was love letter oh of course and i was almost going to make that my number one love letter yeah. is so much better than arboretum in the way that it's lighter it's smaller it has higher replayability yeah. than arboretum yeah 
Although it is, it is a shorter game like Quicks, where you would be playing the same game again and again and again. It is a good game. It is worth mentioning because I completely forgot about it as well. I just can't think off the top of my head where I would put it into that top four. I would I would make it my number one. Very good. And I would bump out I wrote them almost, you know, for that. Because what I've done with my, with my top four is I got, myself, I got myself a dice game, a worker placement game, a tile game, and a card game. And that's how I yeah, kind of do okay. it. So I'll knock out I've read them and I'll put in a love letter in its spot. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Z-Man Games. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Say worst. Do you want me to go first for the worst? First for the worst. First for the worst? Uh, sure. You can go first for the worst. My worst game to take on a holiday with you would be Android. Ooh, Android. So I'm not talking Android Netrunner. I'm talking the original Android. Mm-hmm. Um this game has a huge board. Yes. It has a big box. It has so many components that we tried to put them back in the box that came in, and we cannot shut the lid. Yeah. Like, we cannot yep. work out how yep. Yep. they came out of this box when we can't possibly put them back in and shut the lid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got so many tokens. That's the it's, biggest it's reason nuts. why you couldn't play that as Absolutely. a travel game. You would lose tokens if you tried to take this somewhere with you. Yeah. And we get little serving bowls when we set this up to put the different tokens in because there are just so many different tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That not a game, and it's heavy. No, no, it's uh, big and it's heavy. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's not a game you can take traveling with you. So what was your worst? My worst was to Zulkin because, oh. again, there's a lot of blocks. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening. Any sort of turbulence or bump in the table, because there's so many blocks on the table, so many counters and things going up, and so many ways you can acquire victory points, and you've got to keep track of all that. Yeah. You know, one, you know, I said one bit of turbulence or one person jumping on the bed or a, a, a strong breeze, and you might as well throw the game out. Yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah. huge board. But we we've put it we've tried to make it smaller by putting it all inside a, a tackle box, and we end up that we can't close the lid anymore. Yeah, somehow so, we made it bigger instead yeah, of smaller. Yeah, it's but um, do you know? I know. Sorry, I know we've already talked about these games, but another one where any little bump or anything would just completely destroy the game. Yeah, is um, Alchemist. Oh yeah. With that little, <laughs> if you knock the, you've got yep. little markers to yep. show your results that you got from the different potions you mix together. Mm-hmm. If you bump that at all, it that's messes it. up. That's it. You yeah. like, you might as well just throw the game away. <laughs> I was thinking of Arkham Horror as well when you're talking about the number of different styles of tokens and coins yes, and yes. you know it, bill notes and and stuff there you know, go so, so that's many. four games yeah, four just, games you can't but, take on holiday yeah, with you yeah no no anything like that would would uh, we would strongly recommend against but i guess look you know if you had yourself uh if you were traveling by car and <laughs> no even play even in the back those, of the car no, but even you still with those games a, yeah even with those games like Hotel. when you get somewhere you have to set up yeah, that huge game. Having said that, we have taken Arkham Horror on holiday before, we so we can't really talk. We have, but uh, that was specifically to play Arkham Horror that holiday. I think <laughs> <laughs> the Arkham Horror holiday. Yeah. Yes, very cool. All right, that's it. Yes, 
You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast, the podcast where we talk about board games. If you wish to get in contact with us, please email us on podcast at allmannerofthings.com or visit us at www.allmannerofthings.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. And um, to for an apt theme for this uh, ramble, we thought that um, talking about our favourite travel games would be apt. <laughs> <laughs>